Congressman Ken Buck, uh, Republican of uh, Colorado, the 4th District, he could take it no more. He decided to quit Congress. He just couldn't deal with MAGA. He just couldn't deal with the lies. He just couldn't deal with it anymore. He participated long enough, and it was eaten at his soul. So he, uh, in, in departing and, and given his uh, notice that he's leaving, he really scorched the Republican Party. He really accused them of lying. He accused them of not accepting the reality that Donald Trump lost the election, that the election was actually fair and square. We have some other issues, but he, he said that. Well, uh, Stephanopoulos on this week had uh, Steve Scalise on. And he, after Steve Scalise, Scalise made a fool of himself on several other issues, he decided to see what Scalise thought about uh, Ken Buck's statement. I want you to listen to this. I had to do a whole lot of cutting on the video because the bloviating just went on and on and on. And of course, didn't want you to have to suffer through all of that. But I cut it to get the essence. I didn't lose any of the uh, any of the implied bloviation. But you get to see the psychopathy within what within not only uh, Steve Scalise but many other. Republicans that share his same uh, fear of telling the truth. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. This week, one of your former colleagues, Congressman Ken Buck, a Republican of Colorado, said he was leaving, uh, retiring from Congress. And here's what he said on his way out. Our nation is on a collision course with reality and a steadfast commitment to truth, even uncomfortable truths, is the only way forward. Too many Republican leaders are lying to America, claiming that the 2020 election was stolen. He said that you're one of those leaders who hasn't been unequivocal in saying it was a clean election, that Joe Biden did not steal the election. Your response? Well, Ken, I've worked with on a number of issues, including uh, getting spending under control, getting our economy back on track. Uh, he's talked about uh, that 2020 election as well. You and I, have, I think, have talked about that, too. At the end of the day, getting our country back on track is our focus. And that's what we're focused on right now. That's where we're moving bills out of the House. To Can you say unequivocally that the 2020 election was not stolen? Well, what I've told you is there are states that didn't follow their laws. That is what the state constitution, the U.S. Constitution requires. Uh, you know, I've seen in my own state where we had to send our elections commissioner to jail years ago for fraud and corruption. And we cleaned up our act in our state. That's not what I Yes, they say, can you say unequivocally that the 2020 election was not stolen? But Joe Biden's president, I know you and others want to talk about 2020. We're focused on the future. We've talked about 2020 a lot. We're talking about how to get our country back on track, how to get our economy moving, how to stand up to the bad actors around the world. Xi is not slowing down in China. He's looking at Taiwan. You see what's going on in Russia. You see what Iran is doing to work with Hamas in the house. I know that Joe Biden is president. I'm asking you a different question. Can you say unequivocally that the 2020 election was not stolen? What I've told you, and you've, you've seen this, there are states that didn't follow the laws that are on their books, which is what the U.S. Constitution says. So you just refuse to say unequivocally that the 2020 election was not stolen. So you want to keep rehashing 2020. We're talking. I just about, want an answer to the question. Yes or no. Threats to this country. We've asked, look, we've talked about this before, but again, will you acknowledge that there were states that didn't follow the actual state legislative enacted laws on their books, which the U.S. Constitution says they're supposed to do? 
I know that every that. single I know that every court that looked at whether the election was stolen said it wasn't rejected those claims. And I asked you a very, very simple question. Now I've asked it, I think, the fifth time that you can't appear to answer. Can you say unequivocally that the 2020 I told election you, was I not told stolen? you there were a handful, there were a handful of there were a handful of states that didn't follow their laws. The rest did. The, the, the courts have all followed the Constitution. They all rejected the claims you just made. And I, I just want to say again, for the record. Or they said there was no standing. There's something. You cannot they say that the 2020 election was not stolen. Yes or no was the 2020 election stolen? What I've told you is Joe Biden's the president of the United States, and right now he's failing the country on so many fronts that matter to families. We're talking about what matters to families today. You can keep talking about 2020. I'm talking about what's what's wrong with our country today. Thanks for your time this morning. Oh, I felt embarrassed for Steve Scalise. I felt I felt embarrassed that a grown man simply cannot come out and say the truth for the because of the fear of a a paper tiger that somehow has a cult following of which he depends on instead of taking on the paper tiger using that scissors and cutting it into pieces until you can finally take back your part. That's not what they want to do. They just fear and they go in circle. In the process, they hurt the country. Because there's still a possibility that Donald Trump could emerge as a president. I mean, uh, as a naturalized citizen who, previous to coming here, revered the country, I would have never believed that. A country like the United States of America could potentially fall. Well, it fell low enough to have elected a Donald Trump, somebody incapable of governing somebody. Well, you get it. But that the possibility exists that he could come back again. Uh, Steve Scalise, Ken Buck, all these guys were complicit. Now, the paper tiger may be giving them a whole bunch of paper cuts. And paper cuts, as you know, they hurt a whole lot. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.